Alaska. We are Snowbound with Andrew Weibrecht. It's just after the New Year, but Happy New Year's to everyone. Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. And Andrew, you're actually in the States right now, aren't you? I am, yeah. I know. I've just uh, been back for a couple days um, after Santa Catarina. So, yeah, just just nice to be home and have a little bit of time to decompress and, and uh, just kind of kind of collect my thoughts before going back over. You know, it really hit me the first time you and I chatted. You said you hadn't had a Christmas with your spouse for, it seemed like, in forever. But you do get to spend <laughs> at least a little of the holidays with her? Yeah, we, we get to spend New Year's together, so it's all good. And, you know, it's uh, it's something that we've kind of grown accustomed to. So, you know, I can't, can't worry about it too much. Now, I have to get a little personal and pry. What was your best present this year? Uh, you know, like I was, I was telling you earlier, I did get the, the, um, the Durndal, um, apron from the white elephant gifts. So that, that was, that was pretty great. And actually, um, probably my, my, my mom gave us some, some new windows for we're we're having a baby in, in, um, February. So she gave us some new windows for the baby's room. So that was, that was probably the highlight of, of all our gifts. You're having a baby in February. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be a show in itself. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, um, a whole, whole new set of challenges going into 2016 for us, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're super excited about it. So now, yeah, I just don't really know what to think, but <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to it. So this, go ahead. Oh no, we're just you know we're we're excited. We're looking forward to it, but it's 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 um, nerve wracking, you know for sure. I can imagine. Well, this is a year in preview show, so like I say, I think the baby's going to be a show in itself. So let's actually yeah. start with the end of 2015 because I've watched a number of videos from Santa Catarina that looked brutal. Yeah, it was, you know, it's it's a tough course. I mean, you know, we, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it kind of, as a team, we've talked about this probably a little bit, and maybe some people have heard about it. But, um, you know, it's a little bit frustrating because we show up there after Christmas, and, uh, you know, we, we do our first training run. And it's just, you know, it's dark and bumpy and, and kind of nasty. and, and um, you know, we're, we're way back and we, we come to find that a couple teams that have, have spent quite a bit of time training on the track the week before, which is I mean, within the rules, but still, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know, you call it cheating within the rules or whatever you want, but you know, I mean, it's just, it just seems super unfair and, uh, you know, so it, we, we got there and we played it played a huge game of, of catch up and it's it's you know it's tough because it, it's a course that nobody's really skied very much before um you know we, we had one run down at last year one training run and then um a shortened race run so so it was it was you know um you know then we got a couple training runs down at this year but it, it's just it's nasty i mean it, it's out of the, out of the start gate um you have a big jump and then 
couple of really big turns and it's dark and it's bumpy and um, it just kind of, it feels like it goes on forever. So, um, you know, as, as a course, it's, it's super tough and, and, you know, personally, my experience with the race, it was, it was, it was, I, I was able to get up for it, um, on race day and I actually skied pretty well. And I was, I was, I was really happy compared to how, how I did in the training run to actually, you know, actually go and be able to ski, you know, rather than, um, holding back a lot just because I was, I was uncomfortable with, with, um, you know, the way I felt on the course, but I, I felt comfortable and, and it was good. And, and, uh, I, I ended up crashing out, which was, which was a bummer, but it, you know, it was towards the bottom and it just, it was, it was just a weird thing. It was kind of, you know, what we call a snow snake. So, um, you know, it's, it, it was after, after a bunch of really good races and, you know, a bunch of good, good weeks of racing, it was, it was a bummer to end the seat, you know, end the year that way, but that's okay. And, you know, I, I was still really proud of the way that I skied. So that was cool. I, I would have to argue with you on snow snake. That thing looked like solid ice. So ice snake. <laughs> yeah. Ice snake. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> On to 2016. <laughs> what are some of the events coming up that you're especially looking forward to? Um, You know, I'm, I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of all of it, to be honest. You know, um, I'm I'm looking forward to, to um, you know, we have Bangin and Gitsfield coming up, which are both you know, the, the super classics on the tour. So those, those are, are always really fun events. You know, there's, there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of energy and, um, just great races. You know, I mean, super cool courses. Uh, you know, Bengen is a, a downhill and combined and then Kitsville is a downhill super gene combined. So, um, you know, that's actually a busy 10 days of, of skiing. Cause you know, we, we have, that, that, that's a lot of races and, and a pretty short period. So, um, you know, definitely looking forward to that. And then, you know, I mean, obviously Garmish is, is after that. And, you know, it's, it, that's always kind of a nippy one, um, with, with weather just, you know, it's been a tough, tough one over in Europe. So, It'll be interesting to see whether or not they'll be able to pull that off. To be honest, and then um, and then we go to South Korea, or or may may or may not go to South Korea, depending on on whether or not they have their list finished and all that stuff. So um, it's kind of a lot up in the air right now. But uh, I mean, really looking forward to January into February, and then um, you know, kind of finish out the season. It's uh, We've got Chamonix, which I haven't raced since 2007, which is, you know, that'll, that'll be exciting to go back there just because that's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's another classic race and, and, um, you know, just be cool to be back in that area. And then, um, Hinterstoder, which is actually another race I've, I've never, never done that. There's a Super G there. So that, that'll be, be cool. And that's, that's it. From what I've heard, it's it's a really um, technical kind of Turner Super G. So I, I think 
um, you know, sight unseen that could be a good good race for me. And then and then we go back to Kudafell uh, in Norway, which has always been an awesome, you know, it's a venue that I love and um, I've always had strong results there. So, you know, I'm excited to race race there again. And then, um, you know, finals in, in St. Moritz, which is, again, you know, another awesome place. And, and we have world championships there next year. So it'll be great to get on the track and, and spend a little time skiing there. So, um, yeah, that's kind of kind of what we have left in a nutshell. Now, how much do they change the course on the classic courses is it pretty much the same set year in year out? It's yeah, I mean it's it's pretty much the same set. It's just depending on the year and how much snow they have, and and uh, you know, I mean that's 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 a big difference. You know, if on a on a big snow year, everything kind of flattens out and and it's not that bumpy, and you know, everything runs pretty nice, um, but. You know, place like Kidsville, especially on a low snow year. I mean, you're you're constantly. Um, I mean, it, it's just it bumps the whole way, and usually the you know the snow's harder then because they're they're worried about you know breaking through down to down to the grass almost. So so they just sort of ice things up and, and make it super gnarly. So you know, depending on what the weather does the next couple of weeks, it 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 could really dictate what those courses are like. I mean, they, they can be super mellow and they can be, you know, super gnarly. You know, the course settings pretty much the same in the sense that the gates are in the same place, but it doesn't mean that it's, you know, it's the same track as by any means. Now, how do you train for differing conditions like that? I mean, it, it is like a completely different course. Um, you know, yeah, I mean it's 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 tough. I mean it's definitely a lot of it's kind of the state of mind that you go into the week with. You know, if 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 you're prepared for that and you know that that's what's coming. You know, we've we've all trained, um, you know, places and we we know what the conditions can be like and we know what they feel like just from kind of previous experiences. But um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's super tough. You know, especially in a year like this where it's it's low snow in Europe. And you don't have a lot of options for training. You, you know, it can be really tough to to get specific training for stuff like that. I mean, it, it's it's more um, comes down to an experience thing where where you can recall certain things from from you know way back when and and just kind of make it all fit. Now it seems like the time you're getting now, I mean, recovery has got to be a huge part of your race preparation. You've got to recharge so what have you been doing while you're in the states it sounds like your life is really busy with the baby coming up yeah i mean you know things things are busy we had a baby shower which was you know it was fun it was it was it was you know great that that people were excited for us and stuff but yeah i mean that that's kind of the catch-22 is that that it's great to come home and it's i love being back home and and spending time with my wife and all that, but, um, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's kind of a strange thing because I, I can't really relax in Europe and, and take time off and actually recharge. But the times that I do come home, um, you know, I'm, 
I'm generally super busy and, and so I'm not necessarily relaxing, but I'm recharging and, and usually I get on the plane and, and I sleep really well because I've been kind of going a million different ways, um, you know, for whatever the five days that I'm, I'm back, but, um, you know, for kind of my, my psyche and my soul, it, it, it just gives me that little bit of time away and, and lets me, lets me just, you know, yeah, I mean, it is, it is a recharge I and mean, just, just lets me kind of get back to my frame of mind, um, you know, let's maybe excited to go back over and spend a more, couple more weeks, you know, racing and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it, as busy as it is and not relaxing sometimes it is, as it is to come home. I, I love, I love getting back, even if it's just for a couple of days. I take it. You're not going out and free skiing. I'm wondering though, do you run or hop on a spin bike, anything to just keep in shape? On the other hand, you are in a gravity-driven sport, so maybe you're chugging eggnog. <laughs> I, I like to do a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> you know, my wife and I went out on a cross-country ski yesterday, and uh, you know, I, I I I pretty much spin every day, and and you know, do core and stuff like that, just to kind of keep things stimulated. But yeah, I mean, you know, I. I, I live in Lake Placid and it's, it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. So, so getting outside and, and doing stuff like that is, isn't really a chore, you know. I mean, it's it's nice to get on my Nordic skis and just kind of go ski around and, and get into the woods or, you know, take my dog bird hunting or, or something like that. But, um, you know, I, I do a little bit of all that when I'm home and, um, you know, I usually try to get a lift in just to, just to keep things rolling, um, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy because you know, I, I do want to go back feeling pretty fresh. But um, if you spend spend a whole week chugging eggnog, as you said, you know, <laughs> maybe you go back a little bit too sluggish. So this is Snowbound with Andrew Weibrecht, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. Now, Andrew, the season ends in San Moritz, but that's not mm-hmm. the end of your time on the U.S. ski team. How much time do you actually get off? And then what do you do as far as dry land and summer training? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, St. Moritz is, is the end of my season this year because it looks like, um, you know, personally, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a kind of, I wouldn't say elective shoulder surgery, but a, um, you know, not necessarily necessary shoulder surgery, but something that I think will, will help me. Um, so that's just the, you know, that, that'll be, you know, a definitive end of my season. So I'll spend the spring, um, doing quite a bit of rehab and stuff like that. Just, just to kind of get me, um, you know, just to, just to make sure that I'm ready to go by the, by the time that we start camps in July. That'll be just, you know, normally end of the season, it's, it's about a month off and then, um, you know, we start physical training again and that's, yeah, it's pretty, pretty intense anywhere like three to five hours a day, I guess would be, be our average, um, training. 
you know, probably six days a week, and, and that pretty much leads all the way into July. And, and how, uh, how does that work? Do you report into a coach? Are you given workouts? Yeah, I, you know, I, I have a good relationship with my coaches, and you know, we we figured out a good working relationship. Uh, a lot of guys spend their time in Park City, and I, you know, just with the resources that I have in my class, it, um, you know, with the Olympic Training Center and all that, you know, everybody feels pretty comfortable about letting me do my own own program out here, which is, you know, which is great. Um, so, you know, I'm 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 in pretty constant contact with my coaches and stuff like that about, you know, what what our daily schedule is and um you know so I'm I'm on the same program as the guys that are in, in Utah. I'm just doing it on my own, which I I prefer. I, I really like training alone. It's kind of a um it's almost like a meditative practice for me where I just kinda of get in the zone and, and just, just take care of it. But uh yeah, I mean, you know, I'm constantly reporting in, and and every every once in a while, I go out there and do testing, and and just you know make sure that everything's progressing, you know, at the rate it needs to be. So, what are they looking yeah. at? What's kind of the most important thing? Is there power based training, anything like that? It's it's kind of an interesting thing because it's it's so many different systems going to what we do for training. So it's, um, I mean, hour wise, the majority of, of what we do is, is low level cardio. Um, and that, that would be what we spend the most, most time doing. Um, you know, lifting is obviously really important. A lot of, a lot of, you know, I guess, I guess power, but not necessarily like Olympic style lifting, just, just general overall body strength type stuff, and then um, a lot of core, and then a, a decent amount of, of interval um, type training. So it's, I mean, the way I've always thought about it is that the the training we do in the off season is is more to make sure that we're in good enough shape by the time that we hit ski, you know, ski prep period time in, in July so that we don't hurt ourselves when we're skiing, you know, and it, it's not. And, and then, you know, really what we're doing from that point on is, is skiing ourselves into shape. You know, like to me, that's where, um, for ski racing, that's where the, the real, you know, fitness comes is, is when you start skiing because there's, there's absolutely no way that you can replicate, you know, the moves that you do in skiing and the forces that you have in skiing. It's, it's just making sure that your body's a little bit prepared to take that so that, you know, you know, blow discs out or, you know, <laughs> whatever. Now, I well remember when you all came to uh, Mount Hood to train in the summers. Now you're mm-hmm. New Zealand, South America? Yeah, that's that's um, generally what we do, um, you know, over, over the past couple of years. Some some years we do a couple trips to South America. Um, we've done a couple trips to New Zealand, but the last couple of years has been one New Zealand trip, one South America trip, and then uh, you know I I do a, a camp with Ted Ligety in in Mount Hood. We we do commercial camps, so oh, I I actually I go out there and ski for for a few days and 
Um, you know, we ski with kids and go with kids and stuff like that, but that's kind of a, a side note. But, yeah, most of our stuff is, is southern hemisphere. Andrew, I had no idea you had a camp out there. Is that fun for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I really, you know, I just, I, I enjoy the aspect of kind of giving back and just creating experience for, for some of, you know, the younger kids and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just cool. I mean, I, I remember, I remember going to Mount Hood as, as a kid and, and seeing the ski team guys and just, you know, thinking that was, that was super fun. And, um, you know, a, bu- a bunch of us go out there and, and coach at the camp and, um, you know, Dave Schowski is out there and Ted and myself and, um, Nolan Casper, a whole bunch of guys. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's just kind of a cool, unique experience and it's just, it's, it's just kind of a cool thing that's good for our sport and, and, uh, I don't know. I, I, I really enjoy it. Always nice to talk with someone who spends part of the summer at government camp. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, there's worse places to be for sure. <laughs> Well, Andrew, it sounds like 2016 is uh, pretty full for you, and I just keep thinking of everything you've been talking about with little Andrew Jr. on the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, she's she's a she, so... Okay. Um, <laughs> not, yeah. No, it, it'll be great. I'm, we're, we're super excited, and it's just just another another really cool adventure that that we're going on here well it's great chatting with you i really appreciate you taking the time here on a couple of days off that you've got to uh, talk with us thanks george thanks very much andrew weibrecht from lake placid new york snowbound boulder colorado i'm george thomas